This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. I hope you have been having a good day so far. And I hope that your day is even more fabulous after listening to this podcast episode. So let's talk about sex. You know, it is so interesting and ironic to me that this is the first episode where I am having the sex talk with you guys because prior to starting my business, I actually worked in the area of sexual health. That is what my educational training was focused on. That is what I spent eight years of my life dedicated to researching, developing programming around. And so sex is actually one of those topics I am incredibly comfortable talking about. But I wasn't sure if you guys would be incredibly comfortable listening to what I have to say about it. So I thought I would just ease us both into this new uncharted territory together and just like talk, right? So today the topic or how I framed this conversation is check box sex. Try to say that three times really fast. It's kind of hard. So I'm going to be very careful. Check box sex. So this idea came to me literally in the middle of a coaching session with one of my extraordinary clients. And I told her in the middle of that conversation, I was like, this is something I just wrote this idea down. This is something that I know I'm going to share with the rest of the audience. And I told her to look out for either an email or a podcast or something. I knew something was burning inside of me to talk about the topic of sex in this particular way. And so here we are talking about it in the form of a checkbox. So why this topic? Um, There are three reasons that I came up with why... I wanted to talk about sex about this way with you all. One is I know that for many of you, you view sex as something to just do and get 
over with. That it is a task to be completed. It is something that you kind of see like as just a thing you do that you have to do. And so you do it. And then it's done. And that should be the end of it, right? Another reason is because I know that many of you also see sex as an obligation, something you must do in order to be a good wife, something that you must give your husband a way that you must serve him. And I've actually had this level of conversation a lot with some of my clients, especially those who have a pretty strong religious upbringing can actually remember moments in church where the leader would admonish the wives and make sure that they knew it was their duty, their obligation to make sure their husband was sexually satisfied or else some other woman might just be up for the job. And I've had a lot of reactions to that and a lot of reframing and re-understanding that I've shared with my clients about that to get them in a much better place because I do not in any way, shape, or form believe that that message framed in that way is of God, point blank. That's not the discussion we're going to have here. Um, but I just feel it's really important for me to put my stake in the ground on that perspective because I think a lot of women find themselves, you know, feeling obligated to have sex. And I don't think that is what God intended that to be for us in marriage, especially as Christian women. Uh, the last thing that came to me in terms of why this topic, why this way, is that many of us also just view sex as a physical act for just physical pleasure. And when we look at it, if we are checking the boxes in our sex life for the purpose of completing something that just has to get done from a sense of obligation or from a sense of just pure physical pleasure, then I think we miss a lot of what sex can, should, and will do for our marriage. And so I think part of the danger in seeing sex as just something you check off the box, just something you're obligated to do, just something for physical pleasure, is that in essence, what actually happens is it's not pleasurable, right? Anything you're doing out of obligation or just to get it over with is not typically a pleasurable experience. And I mean that from an emotionally pleasurable and enjoyable experience as well as a physically enjoyable experience, and the other piece that I think we miss when we look at sex as something to be checked off a box is it doesn't create connection, right? When you look at it as just something to be done, something you're obligated to do, it doesn't create any connection. And actually, it could create disconnection and resentment, right? Because 
you're not doing it because you really want to. It's really something that you feel is of benefit to you and your husband and your marriage. You're doing it because you have to do it, quote unquote. And if he wants to do it and you don't want to do it, but then you feel obligated, it just breeds resentment because now you're like, oh, oh, here he goes again. Now I have to do this and I don't want to do it. And that's the breeding ground for resentment. And the reality is, even if you go through with it, if you go through with it, and I hate to even say that, right? Like we shouldn't have to go through sex like it's a challenge or a trial or an issue. But even if you go through with it, he can sense it, right? Like, you know, you're all in your head. You know that you are having like 17 conversations in your mind about how quickly can this be over? How much longer? When is this going to be done? He can sense all of that. And so in the process of doing something out of obligation, you miss the opportunity to create connection. And then the other thing that I think is just a danger of viewing sex as something to be checked off a box is it just demotivates you, right? You're just not really there for the right reason. And the whole while, you're just looking at the clock (laughs) and waiting for it to be done. And then once it's done, you want that to be the end of it, period. Like, okay, we're good now, right? We're good. You're probably calculating how much longer you can wait till it might come around again. You're trying to buy yourself some time. Maybe you're even grateful when your cycle comes because you're like, whew, now I can dodge that bullet. Goodness gracious, right? Am I on your street? Am I right in your house right now? Pretty sure I am. And I wanted to just, I guess, highlight the reality of this being an issue for many, many, many of us. And to also just offer you some solutions that can create a different experience for you if, in fact, you are open to it. Right? I never like to coach you on this podcast on something that you're not open to receiving. So for those of you who are, keep listening. Right. So there are three sort of solutions or three things that I want to just leave you with if this is something you find is how it is in your life and in your marriage right now. The first is that you have to own your decisions. And by that, I mean, you have to own the decision that you willingly engage in sex with your husband because you want to, right? And some positive reasons for why you might want to is because you just want to be a wife who enjoys having sex with her husband. Like if that were a list of things that you could choose for yourself, wife who enjoys sex with her husband, would you raise your hand and say, that would be really awesome to have. I want to be that type of wife. If it is, then that is really an internal motivation within yourself, right? It's your desires seeking 
expression. And so that's a good reason, right? And if that is your reason, then it's very easy to own your decision. Yeah, I'm having sex with my husband because I want to be a wife who enjoys having sex with her husband. Another positive reason is because you actually desire your husband in that way, right? Like, let's not pretend that we as women don't have sexual desire as well, right? And so if you own your decision because you desire your husband, I think that's probably in the category of a really good thing. The other positive reason is that you actually want to create intimacy and connection and that you know when you do have a sexual encounter that is based on your deciding that's what you want to do, then that's what's created, right? It is a gift that you give your marriage. It is a connection point between you and your husband that no one else has with him and no one else has with you. That is a sacred, beautiful, amazing, phenomenal thing to be a part of. Now, if you're listening to this and you're hearing me say, okay, yeah, you have to own your decision that you're having sex because you want to. But if in the back of your mind, you're like, but I don't want to, right? Some of you are raising your hands to that. Like, I actually don't want to have sex with him. Then I want you to really just ask yourself, why? Why is that the case? Is it because you're not happy with him? Is it because you're not attracted to him or you have no desire for him? Is it that the sex that you guys do have is not pleasurable? Is it that you lack confidence in yourself? Maybe your body has changed and you don't really like the way you look. And so you're not really feeling yourself in a sexual way. Is it that you just have no desire at all? It's not that you don't desire him. It's just that feeling in your body is not generated anymore. Is it afraid that you, you know, are you afraid that you might develop this really deep intimacy that when you have sex with him, you know that you have this major heart-to-heart connection that you maybe just don't want right now? Or perhaps you've had some sexual trauma in your past and so sex is one of those touchy subjects that You just haven't really figured out how to navigate your way around. Whatever it is, it's so important that you understand the real reason for why you don't want to have sex with your husband. Now, some of those things, right, you're not happy with him or you're not comfortable with yourself or it doesn't feel pleasurable. Some of those things are super easy to coach on right? It just takes a new perspective. It just takes a new mindset. It just takes a new willingness to try it a different way. Others of those, it may take some really deep work internally to get to what's really happening. But I encourage you to just develop an awareness of what it is for you if you really find yourself in a place of not wanting to be intimate with your husband, okay? So, 
Point number one in terms of solutions, though, again, is to just own your decision. It is not his fault. It is not, you know, him pressuring you. Even if he is pressuring you, it's still your decision, right? Unless you're being abused in some way. And then that is a totally different conversation that I'm not having on this particular episode, but if that is your reality, I strongly, strongly encourage you to get help from a domestic violence abuse professional, okay? The second thing in terms of solutions so that you can avoid this experience of checkbox sex is to own your pleasure, okay? Sex should be a pleasurable experience for you. It should be one of those things that just piles reward on top of reward on top of reward. And so if it is not a pleasurable experience for you, the first place I want you to actually look is inside of your head, your brain, your thoughts, your thinking, your beliefs. Because anything we are able to feel emotionally is a function of what is going on in our head and what we are thinking first. And so I want you to just investigate with yourself right now, what is it that you are thinking? What is it that you're thinking leading up to it? What is it that you're thinking in the middle of it? What is it that you're thinking at the end of it? And there are things what I would call sort of pleasure promoting thoughts and pleasure-preventing thoughts. So a pleasure-promoting thought is anything that builds upon itself to create an experience of pleasure. Things like, this is so good. I love having sex with my husband. I love connecting with him in this way. That is where you intentionally focus on what is amazing and incredible about the sexual experience inside of a committed relationship like marriage, right? You can intentionally train yourself to hype it up for yourself. And I'm not talking about in any like lustful way, but really just from a place of like, wow, this is amazing. I love this. I love connecting with him in this way. This feels great to me. When you train your mind to rehearse those thoughts and be intentional about those thoughts and what is actually pleasurable in the moment, it just intensifies and magnifies on top of itself. Now, on the other hand, pleasure-preventing thoughts are those like, I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. Oh, when is he going to be done? I hate this. I have so much other stuff to do. I don't enjoy this at all. He is just doing it all wrong. That is not it. Right? Have you ever told yourself some of those things? And if you have, then how could it ever be a pleasurable experience? You're shooting it down before it has a chance to be that way. So again, you own your pleasure by first the thoughts you think. And then the second layer of that is just by 
knowing your own body and what you like and communicating that to your husband and getting what you need. There's no reason that sex should be a habitually unsatisfying experience for you. Okay? You deserve it to be amazing. (laughs) And then the third thing in terms of solutions and helping to empower you to avoid the experience of checkbox sex is to own the impact, to own the impact of actually having sex, right? So a lot of times, again, we think that sex is just a physical act, especially when it comes to our husbands, right? So the dynamic I come across most is that the husband wants to have sex more than the wife. And so what happens in her mind is that she begins to feel sort of objectified and used and like sex is just something for him to get out his carnal pleasures with her on, right? And so... When you think that that is the impact of sex, like, oh, he got his now, he's good, then you don't really ever own the other things that can come along with that. And there's actually a lot of research and one book in particular that I've read, um, Love and Respect, that talks about intimacy and what sex actually means to a man. And my husband and I did a workshop on this, actually, and... Every male in the room, including my husband, agreed with this as the the thing that actually happens is that for a man, sex is really the only time they have been socialized, conditioned, you know, encouraged to feel complete and total love, Right? In our society, it's not okay for a man to just be like, oh, baby, I love you so much. You're so beautiful. Mm, mm, mm." As much as we would like that. (laughs) He's just not built. He's just not shaped and molded to be that way. And sex for him is like the one time he gets to let go and be vulnerable with you. That he gets to give you himself in a way that doesn't happen all that often. And so when you view sex as that, then you can only impact, you can only impact that having sex with your husband connects you guys at a level of intimacy that is just like beyond words, right? You get to own the fact that when you have sex with him, his desire for you increases, that you guys have a diff- a deeper connection, Right? And a lot of times what happens is when couples are in, you know, these difficult places and rough patches and, you know, challenging seasons in their marriage, they actually get used to not receiving each other's love. You get used to just sort of feeling neutral or indifferent or apathetic about each other. And when you do have sex and it creates connection, you actually don't know what to do with that because you're like, wait a minute, like that's not how we are right now. Like I'm not really feeling you. You're not really feeling me. We just did this thing. And now all of a sudden I'm catching feelings and you're catching feelings. And I don't know that I'm ready to receive all of that because I'm still upset with you. 
And so a lot of times we will self-sabotage the connection that sex and intimacy can actually create because we are so used to being disconnected and rejected and feeling withdrawn from our husband. But I want you to lean into that. I want you to lean into the impact of like, we are doing something major that is healing, that is um, benefiting, that is blessing our marriage, right? Like what if you just thought of sex as a gift to your marriage that strengthens it, that helps it endure, that is the greatest asset in your marriage, how would you approach it that way, right? But a lot of times when we think about the impact of sex, we're thinking about the impact in terms of our time. Oh, now I don't have time to do something else. We think about it in terms of the impact on our energy. I am so tired. Now I'm going to be even more tired. Now I'm going to get even less sleep, right? But what about the positive impacts? Could the positive actually outweigh what you perceive to be negatives? And when you add pleasure on top of that, then sex becomes something that you want to do. Not because it's something you have to check off the box and you just want to be over. Not because of obligation. And not because it's just something to do physically. It's so much more than that. And so I just want you to think about for yourself, like to what degree have you been having checkbox sex? And do you want to continue? Or do you want to experience sex in all its beauty and gloriousness and benefits to you, to your marriage, to your mood, to your health. It just has so many benefits. But I never want you to be in a place where it just feels like something you are obligated to do. And if you're feeling that, I really want you to just work on your mindset. Like what could you start thinking so that sex is something that you are super excited to do? Not just when your husband wants to do it, because, but because you want to do it too. Okay? So again, this is our first sex talk. I would love to know what you think. I would love to know how this resonated with you. I would love to know where you saw yourself in this conversation. And I would really love to know what you are going to do differently as a result of having it. I know we will be talking about this topic a lot more. But this is what I have for you today. And I really want you to just think about it. What if sex did not just have to be something you check off the box? What if it could be the greatest gift, the greatest asset, the greatest blessing in your marriage, even in these tough times? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your attention. And I'd love to hear back from you. So definitely reach out, leave a comment. Let me know what you thought. All right. I will be back with you next week with an all new episode. So definitely stay tuned and I'll talk to you then. Bye for now. 
Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, The Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.